people, my people, my people. This is Solo Dolo. Yes, you are all here in the background. Yes, because I'm coming from a secret location. The good people, the good folks at LBR, you know, they're taking a you know a little hiatus for a little bit. Not too long. Hopefully they'll be back next week. So I am here, Solo Dolo, as usual, bringing you news, telling you the truth, even about your favorite players who be out there doing bullshit. And what not. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about. You know who I want to start with. The Fallen King. Ain't a motherfucker, Kang. Kang my ass. Poor Anthony, poor Street Clothes Davis out there trolling out there for this man. He shouldn't have been out there. Who the hell is the medical staff for these people? Who are the medical staff for these people who let Anthony Davis out there with some hurt nuts? The man had a burden and I made him go out there and play and he couldn't even move. Chris Paul Devin Brooke was taking advantage of his ass. I think the I think the medical people in the league should be fine for that bullshit. They try to pull a KD and get this man hurt even more. The Lakers in that game had nothing. They quit in game five. Once AD went down to game five, they quit. LeBron quit. The so-called best player in the league. Really, dude? Really? You quit? You quit. We supposed to be looking at you as the guy, as the goat, and you sitting there quitting? You sitting there really quitting? Get some nuts. Get some moves. Moves, no moves, McGee. Get some moves and come back next season. Work on that shot a little bit more. Work on that three-pointer a little bit more. Come on, man. You already thought Dennis Schroeder Caruso, they go, you thought these guys were going to do it again? They don't fear. Listen, the Lakers don't have nobody to fear but LeBron and AD. After that, everybody like, get out of here. We're going to work something around these dudes. And they did. The Phoenix Suns did. Chris Paul being that lady he is, got a feather in his cap by beating LeBron. He got that little feather in his cap. Congratulations to him. You know? But everybody keep talking about, oh, why anybody hate LeBron? Why everybody hate LeBron? First of all, let me say this first and foremost. No one, if you hate LeBron, the man itself, you have a problem. And I'm going to say, I've said it before and I said this again. Me personally, I don't hate the man. I can't hate a man who built a school. He used his own money to build a school and have children graduating from his school now. How can I hate on that? Y'all blurred the line on this a little bit too much. A little bit too much, you blurred the lines. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. What, 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 what are we really doing here? We say we don't like Johnny. We don't say we don't like LeBron because he flops a lot. And he does it too much. You're a superstar player. You're going to get these calls. You don't got the flop. Flopping is not. No, you don't need to do no flopping. We know you're a great actor. We know Space Jam coming out. And everything, but we don't need you flopping. You're 6'9, 250 pounds. You see, you're 36 years old. You pulled Shannon Shay Shaw, Nick Wright. All these guys say, Hey, LeBron can carry. He got the shoulders to carry. Even the Chihuahua don't even fucking believe it. The Chihuahua outside don't even fucking believe it. Go ahead, Chihuahua. You know what it is. You know what time it is. Yeah. Hell yeah. Give him some more. Shoot. 
We talking about on the court. And on the court, LeBron, LeBron don't cut the mustard to me. And I, I'm not the only who feel that way. A lot of people don't feel that way. And it's not because of his play or anything like that in, the, in and of itself, you know. I mean, I wish he had more moves. That's why Brother Joe calls, calls him no moves with he. I, I, I see why. Because when he can't get the calls in the lane, he starts bitching for no reason. Why are you bitching like this? What is the purpose for you bitching like this as the best player in the league? I don't get it. I really don't get it. Then you're trying to convince us that, oh, the injuries took me down. They told us you were superhuman, basically. Shea Sharp, McBride, uh, who, who, uh, everyone who bended the knee to this man said, oh, LeBron can carry him. If AD go there, oh, no problem. Y'all were lied to. Y'all were lied to. Y'all were lied to. Come on, man. And poor AD walking out there. Poor AD. He heard a street clothes comment by Charles Barkley. That was the funniest shit I ever heard in my life, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I laughed for about five minutes. I laughed for about five goddamn minutes. That was the funniest thing I've heard in about a month. But it's true. Bro, you're 27 years old, baby. We want to see you do good. Change that diet and work for Chris Paul, baby. He went vegan. Hell, Brother Joe went vegan. Now, the injury since. The injury he suffered, um, Chris Paul suffered with his shoulder, was because of LeBron dropping the elbow on him. Like, he, he thought he was a rock, you know? You know, thought he was acting again, you know? And everything. But, you know, for AD, I, I feel as if, you know, change your diet, bro. Change your training. Because when he's on the court, he's a top five player. Bar none. Ain't nobody can't say no different. I don't care if you don't like him or not. When he on that court, he make a difference. He was making LeBron look good because apparently in game six, they couldn't score for shit. He was scoring the points. Dennis Schroeder was shooting bricks. KC Poop was shooting bricks. You know, everybody keep talking about that bubble Mickey Mouse championship they got. I ain't going to say all that. Hey, if you, if you win the thing, you win the thing. You know, it, it, it looked a little different this year on the regular courts. You know, when you have to travel and all that thing. And people will say, oh, LeBron was the MVP halfway through the season. And I say, no, it was Joel Embiid. But because the media be up LeBron's ass all the time, LeBron was probably going to win the shit. But then he got injured, so it didn't come to pass. But um, for the Lakers now, I mean, they're stuck. <laughs> they are stuck. Who are they going to get? They don't trade the draft picks. They got no, they don't give, give all the money. To, the, to these two guys, who is there? Who are y'all gonna get? Because the only way I see the Lakers doing it, getting any better, is they fleece somebody, and they're gonna have to fleece a few teams, and I don't see that happening. So LeBron and the Brain Trust gotta come back together, put a new new group together, and this time around, when you put this new group together, get some shoot, please, get some goddamn shoot, because we don't want to see you pouting all the time. Oh, my God, I can't get the calls. I'm doing whatever. Come on, man. You playing GM, you playing coach, you doing all these things. Like, come on, man. Come on. It's, it's tiring. And, it, and, it, and you have people, you have his disciples out there being so, so dramatic. So dramatic. 
Oh, Jordan, Jordan left too. Jordan stayed out there. He stayed out there. When, when, when Jordan was playing, when he was playing, he lost to the he lost to the to the Pistons a lot. I didn't he was powered, but he didn't walk off no goddamn court. He didn't he didn't, you know, at least that his team is high. You know, better luck next time, whatever the case may be. He he at least did he at least did some of that. He didn't straight leave the motherfucking court, leave his teammates out there like they was nothing. That's like you playing on the court, you feel like you're the best player on the team, and you feel like all these other dudes ain't nothing. So I was like, fuck these niggas. I mean, I ain't gonna fuck with them. They can't play. I'm done. Let them play on their own. That's what it looked like to me. That don't look good. That's not that, that, that's not being the leader. Everybody, oh, he's a leader, he's a leader. Okay, he's a leader. That's not how you lead out there like that. Come on. Y'all know better than that. Y'all know goddamn better than that. But enough about that goddamn kid. Um, the next topic I want to talk about is uh, Damian Lillard. And um, I wrote something the other day about Dave Dollar. He wrote a quote from Nipsey Hussle. And I proceeded to, you know, relay what, from what, what I thought when I saw that piece he had out there. And I, and, I, and I typed it out and I shared it on the blog. Check out the blog, LBRS blog at, on Facebook. Please check it out. Brother Q and I, you know, try to keep that content rolling as much as we can. But um, with that content I put out there, I just feel like Dame, people want Dame to win. Just like they want Russell Westbrook to win. They want these guys to win because they put so much into the game. That can't be measured. It can't be measured. It puts so much into it. And when you see Dame chucking up three-pointers all the time, and he's making these shots, even like, damn, we wish this guy had some help. They try to bring in Old Mello. They try to bring in Josh Powell. Good. Mello is not what he is. Come on. He was probably done a long time ago. But... You know, people, people, I, again, people love, people want Melo to win. People want Melo to win. But sometimes we don't, we don't get what we want all the time. So now Portland is looking at the situation where they've been losing in the first round for the past four out of, six, four out of five years. And the one time they made it to the conference finals, they had four double digit leads against the Golden State Warriors and they lost all the games. From that point on, I said, yo, it's not CJ and Dave. It's just Dame. I love CJ. I do. But it's not CJ Dame like that. Dame is there. Dame, Dame is getting putting the numbers up and stuff like that. CJ is like street clothes junior. He's injured here and there, and you're not seeing him a lot. But when you get out there, he's gonna get your buckets. He's gonna get you he's gonna get you 20. He'll give you 15, 20 a night. So he, he can push the 30 or 40. Here or there for once in a while, but it ain't consistent like that. It ain't, it ain't on the Splash Brothers level. And then basically, that's what they're going up against, really. And it, and, it, and it ain't working. It just ain't working with it. So, what should happen now? There's, there's a few things that can happen. He could go to the Knicks. The Knicks have to, the Knicks have to draft capital. To, to foresee this, and they don't have to touch none of that $64, $63, $64 million they have in cash space. 
and cap space coming up for coming for this offseason coming up. So there's a few ways they could get Dame Dollar. Me personally, I think if the Knicks want Dame Dollar, it's going to take a, a three-team trade because you're trying to match the money now. They got a lot of money left. He got a lot of money left. So you have to find a team that can match the number. But we know somebody's going to get holes in the deal. Someone's going to get holes in the deal. But hey, if they say he want to come to York, it looks like Portugal have to find a way to get, get him there. There's another option for Dame. He can sit, he can stay in Portland. But now he wants his choice of coach. Now Jason Kidd was out there. He he said he wanted Jason Kidd. And Jason Kidd said, you know, he was typically, you know, backs out of that deal. I guess he wants to be the Lakers head coach. He might be the Lakers head coach in waiting. Who knows? And if that's the case, and that's why he turned it down, I understand it. It's LA. Well, what can you say? Can't beat that. But for 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 Dane, I think the one of the other was Chauncey Billups. He's a champion. He can learn from Chauncey Bill. He knows the game. He can teach him the game. He can teach him a few more things that even they don't even know. But they have to get a better team out there. Nurkic is not it. They've been trying to convince us about Nurkic. He's not it. They've been trying to convince us about CJ. He ain't. I don't want to see it, but he that that's not the that's not the right mix here. That's not the duo that, that you need out there to make it happen. You know? And um for Dame. I don't want him to become one of these guys straggling for a championship now. Right now, he's in a sweet, sweet spot in the prime of his career. He's scoring crazy. He's scoring at will, doing crazy numbers. I, we, we want him to win a chip to say, look what he did. He was doing it in league, and he won a championship. That's all we want, that's all we want to have for Dave. That's what we want for Dave, because we want Dave to win. We want guys like that to win, because he's given a lot to the game, and I, and I want him to receive the benefit, the fruits of his labor, for pushing and driving so hard. You know, it pains me to see Dave in this way. You know? He doing, he doing hip-hop, he doing everything. We just want him now to, to re- receive the fruits of his labor. That's what I would want for Dave, to receive the fruits of his labor. Will Portland give it to him? I don't know. But one thing's for sure, Dame holds the cards, whether you like it or not. A lot of people say he don't. If he say he want to go to New York, they better find a way to get him to New York. Oh, he ain't going to pull no James Harden now. I'd be shocked if he pull a James Harden. But I don't think he's going to pull a James Harden. But more, more or less, he's going to say, you know what? Hey, I don't know what to, what to do now. I may not want to play. It won't be all the theatrics like James Harden. Just put it like that. They're just going to say, listen, I want to play in New York. Y'all got to make it happen. And I know he don't even want to go into that, that space. That's the thing you don't want to go into. That people start saying, oh, he's selfish whatever. But to me, he's earned the right. He has earned the right to, to, to be that selfish. He's earned the right. And he's not a selfish dude anyway. We know that. But he's earned the right to be that selfish. So for me... Portland better do right by, by, by any way. By any way, they better do right by it because he deserves better. If y'all, if y'all want to put the team put a team around, put the right team around him. Listen to him and, t- and let him, you know, help you pick the groceries, per se. Let him help you pick the groceries. You know? 
If he wants to get traded, hey, it could be New York. It could be Miami. I don't know what other teams that I haven't heard, but I'm pretty sure most contending teams want Dame Dollar on their team. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about they want Dame Dollar on that team. And I think he will. Who knows? We don't know what's going to happen. But I, he deserves his shot at it. He deserves his shot to be a legit contender for an NBA title. He should be. And I hope he gets it. Whew, that was a lot to get off my chest. Um, our, my last topic for the show today will be Naomi Osaka. Recently, she um, withdrew from the French Open. A lot of people are saying that's not her best surface and stuff like that. But who cares when it com- when it compares to mental health? Because even before that, she, she 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 put out a tweet about her mental health and how she, you know talking about talk to the media is not easy and stuff like that. Well, not even that. Let me start over. I heard the story of Naomi Osaka saying that, you know, she doesn't like talking to the media, she doesn't like doing media interviews and stuff like that, and I get that. You know, a lot of people, like, people don't like people, you know? As I said a couple of weeks ago, Tim Duncan, he don't like people. He don't like people. <laughs> but he went out there and played, and he did the Hall of Fame speech and told you straight up he don't like people. Now, Naomi Osaka didn't say she didn't like people, but she said, but she said the pressures of, of, you know, doing pressers, doing all this stuff, all the media, all the flash, all the lights, it's kind of, it, it, it gets your anxiety up. I think I, I get that. The anxiety raises up and stuff like that, you know? There's a lot of pressure out there, especially for her as a young, as a young woman. She's a, she's, she's a young woman out there obtaining success. At a crazy way that like older adults get to, you know, she's doing it at a superiorly young age. She won her first major at twenty. She was still a kid, and from that point on, that started that 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 thing of all oh, she has to be on all the time. She has to be on. She has to do this. She has to do it. She's not that type of person. She's a very quiet, reserved person. She's an introvert. I've heard. I don't have to heard her say that myself. Myself, but I mean. From the looks of it, she, to me, she looks like she's an introvert. You know, they're very quiet people, you know. They like their hobbies. They like to do what they like to do, you know. Well, everybody up in their space. Sometimes they, everybody just wants to be on, on their own zone, have their own space, their own box, and do what they want to do. But she, this is the profession she chose. And, and when she chooses this type of profession, you know, people expect her to be this certain way. She has to do these type of norms. She's not like that. She's not like that. All she wants to do is play tennis and go home. I get that. I totally get that. You know, all I want to do is go work, go home. That's it. I won't deal with nobody. You know? But the WTA handled this very, very, very wrong. First of all, when someone is out there pleading themselves to you, it's like, just take a time to listen. Listen to what she's saying. Don't go off the rails and say, oh, if she don't do the interviews, the mandated interviews we have for all the terms, stuff like that, we can disqualify her from terms, stuff like that. You can't do that to the number two. There's one of your top players in the league. She's great. She's generating money for you. She don't have to jump, sing, and dance for you if she don't want to. She's tired. She don't, she, 
She's tired of doing all these interviews. It's stressful. And they asking the same questions over and over again. I mean, to to the to the media, to the reporter standpoint, they have to ask these questions. They have to ask the questions. But first, like, why do you keep asking that? I just answered this question about two minutes ago. Almost like you're trying to get her jazzed up or something. But you're not gonna get her jazzed up. She's just gonna shut, not shut down, but she's just gonna get more quiet, more shut, just shut down more. That's it. The, what the WTA should have said was, look, Naomi, we've we heard what you have to say. Take all the time you need when you are ready and able and mentally and physically able to come back and get back into play. We'd love to have you. We would love to talk to you and see what we could do about facilitating any help we need, we need, need to get for you, you know? But no, they didn't do that. They just really get, get ready to just throw around and say, hey, get the hell with you. Throw around like that. Now, then they come up with come up with the statement of, oh, we're sorry. We need to, you know, get, we need to be on the same page. Right? You should have been on the same page right from the beginning. You would have a little bit better about it. But you did it. You tried to castrate her in the media, and it backfired on you, WTA. Just think about all the child stars that, that we've seen over the years at our lifetime. They always tell you they hate being remembered for the stuff they did as a child, in a sense, you know? They they hate that. And they hate people saying lines and stuff like that. They used to say all the time because at some point it's like, oh my God, this is not me. This is not the only thing I'm good at or known for, you know? It's the same pressures like that. And then the pressures of fame, fortune. It, it really... If you you think in, in, the, in the interim, you're happy. You got the money, everything like that. But is your heart happy? Are you happy in your heart? She's not happy in her heart right now. She's not happy in her mind. A lot of things are going on. Again, she's a young woman. A lot of things are happening, you know? I just hope Naomi just takes her time, relax, get your mind right, get your, get your mental right, get your physical right, so you can get back out there and continue to dominate as she was doing. Even through all that she was doing, she was still dominating her sport. Which, which come back to me what I say. That tennis court is her sanctuary. That's where no one can tell her nothing. It's all on her. She controls it all. She, she, she takes control of that court. Because no one can, no woman on that court can, can beat her, presumably. Not even the great Serena Williams can. She done lost to her a lot of times already now, about three, four times already in finals, and a few in the semifinals. You know? And I like what Serena said, you know, giving her support. The Williams sisters giving her support, you know, and tell her, listen, take the time you need. You know? You're not a cattle, you you're a human being. You are you 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 are a living breathing thing. You're not a machine. You don't answer to everybody's beckoning call. You do what you do for you. That's right, to make your mind right. And everything else will fall into place. For Naomi, I hope she gets well. I hope she gets her mind right. I hope she's able to settle herself down. And then after that, come back and just kick some ass. You know, I love watching her play. I love watching her play. She's becoming one of the more dominant females in her sport. Dominant women in her sport, excuse me. Dominant women in her sport. 
she's becoming one of the more dominant women in her sport. And we want to see more of her. Look what she's done community-wise. She sent money to Haiti to open up a tennis camp. I mean, come on. Her generosity keeps going and going, and her mind, her, her mental is something different. She thinks. She's very cerebral, as I can see from watching her in her interviews and stuff like that. Very cerebral, very socially conscious about what's going on. That whole U.S. Open run, every every tennis match she had, she had a match on with the name of someone who died of, who died by police violence. You know, you know she's she's really into what it is, and maybe all of everything that's happened is just you know came to her and she just crashed. She literally just crashed, probably, and that's probably what's led to all this now. So hopefully the WTA will learn something from this. And help, I'm pretty sure it's not only Naomi Osaka who's dealing with this type of thing on the tournament, on, on the WTA itself. There's a few other men and then in a whole tennis itself who are probably doing this, who, who can't come out and say stuff of this nature because they're afraid of the backlash. As you see now with the tennis t- tennis community, tennis, I say tennis community, the, the tennis organization has basically told people, it's like, hey, you're going to do this or, or else, you know? So I hope she gets well. Whew, that was a lot to get off my chest. But I got it off now. I'm good. I'm, I'm happy <laughs> to be doing this. I'm just happy, you know, to uh, just be able to do every just to just do this thing with you you know I'm, I'm just happy and hopefully next week we can do this again and uh well i probably won't be doing this next week i probably won't be here but hopefully sister cheyenne brother joe will be back to do to give you more topics and stuff like that and of course you'll see me around you know solo dolo here i ain't shy for nobody and you definitely gonna see me on facebook i'm gonna talk my shit as like I always do. I'm going to tell the motherfucking truth like I always do on this sports day. But with that being said, that is it. It is a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Enjoy it. And I'm out. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>